Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Reviews. On today's episode, I'm going to be reviewing Breathe, The New Science of a Lost Art by James Nestor Carmilla, um, a book that came out in the 19th century that was actually the inspiration for Bram Stoker's Dracula, as well as the new Pixar movie Luca, which is currently streaming on Disney+, and David Lynch, The Art Life, which is streaming on the Criterion channel. So here we go. Breathe, The New Science of a Lost Art by James Nestor. Uh, this book came out last May. I've been wanting to read it since then. Uh, the library finally had it. Um, it really focuses on why humans are supposed to breathe in through their nose and breathe out through their nose. And you're really not supposed to really breathe out of your mouth very much at all. It can cause all sorts of problems, including but not limited to uh, high blood pressure, sleep apnea. Uh, it can raise your risk of heart disease, cancer. Anyway, there's a lot of reasons why we as humans should be breathing out of our noses as much as possible. I remember when I was training for the marathon, um, just how much I had read about just breathing through your nose while running um, really can boost that performance. So that part of the book where he's talking about athletes and how once they change their breathing patterns, that really helped them um, even become better than they already were. Um, I think that was interesting to me. Um, I really enjoyed reading this book. It's quick, it's 200 pages. I finished it in just a few days. It's a topic, again, that was very interesting to me as somebody who meditates, um, who enjoys yoga. Um, some of that was in here as well. And just some of the breathing exercises and breathing practices that are in here are very, very useful. Some of it, some of the information I already did know. He talks in detail about uh, Wim Hof um, as this European guy who can just withstand cold temperatures um, for insane amounts of time. Um, I already knew about him and I'd tried his breathing methods before. Um, they're a little extreme for me, but it was interesting to hear him um, talk about them in the book. And James Nestor himself actually tried out all of these different techniques. So it was interesting to see his point of view on them. Um, I would yeah, highly recommend this book for anyone who's interested in improving your overall health. And I, as another book that is kind of a companion piece to this one is Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast before. Um, <laughs> it's a book that's kind of alarming to read, so it can be a little challenging. Um, just talking about, um, it's kind of similar. Like if you're not breathing properly, um, this book was talking about Okay, this can raise your chance of all these illnesses. Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker is kind of the same. Uh, say, say it goes about everything kind of in the same way, but it nonetheless, I think it is very, very interesting as well. So would recommend checking that one out. And the other book that I read, I actually finished maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago, and that is Carmilla. Um, it's only a hundred pages. It was written, like I said in the intro, in the 19th century, um, in the 1800s, um, and it was the inspiration for Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, this one focuses on a female vampire who is terrorizing this village, and in particular, this one family. Um, I thought there were some passages, especially towards the beginning of the book, that were incredibly disturbing. Um, some of the images that came to in my head um, while reading this were pretty terrifying um, and on par with anything that Stephen King writes today. Um, if you're a fan of Dracula or vampire books, hopefully not Twilight, uh, I would recommend checking that one out. 
Okay, two movies on the podcast today. Could They could not be any more different. The first is Luca, uh, the new Pixar movie, and then the other movie that I will be talking about is David Lynch, The Art Life. So Luca focuses all on this young sea monster uh, who is growing up in the ocean. His name is Luca. Um, when he goes on land, he actually kind of turns in, he turns into a human. Um, but if water is splashed on him or he comes into contact uh, with water, he is turned back into a sea monster. And this movie really focuses on Luca and his relationship, not only with his family, but his friends, and then coming to terms with being a sea monster and coming to terms with people that are different than him and people that he sees as a threat or his uh, species, the sea monsters see as a threat um, and realizing that they are actually not. Um, so the movie, as is true with pretty much all Pixar movies, is incredibly cute, um, sad at points, um, will um, make you feel good though by the end of it. And I actually really, really enjoyed it. Uh, the last Pixar movie that I saw, I, I reviewed on the podcast, that was Soul. Um, Soul was more tailored for adults. Now, this new Pixar movie is one that is kind of going back to what Pixar does really well and making films for everyone. Um, I think this is a movie that most people will end up enjoying. Yes, there are elements of it that are problematic, um, but for the most part, I really, really enjoyed this one. Um, I know that was a really short review and I didn't go into too much detail on it, but if you're looking just for a fun movie, I think it's a good like Saturday or Sunday afternoon one. Uh, Luca would be it. Um, there's still some Pixar movies that I haven't seen. I think I talked about it last time on the podcast. Um, but yeah, this this one I decided to check out. I think some of the the lesser ones or the ones that were not as well reviewed, I've just not checked out before. Anyway, uh, the other movie that I wanted to talk about today is actually one of my favorite documentaries. I watched it probably a year or two ago and decided to check it out again. And that is David Lynch, The Art Life. Um, a documentary that follows my favorite director of all time, David Lynch. Um, and it's, it's filmed in an interesting way. Um, it basically, they put David Lynch in front of a microphone, just let him talk. And then they use um, what he was saying into the microphone. They kind of just overlap that or use it as voiceover um, while they show David Lynch working on some of his artwork or showing old photos of his childhood or him working on some of his early films. Uh, the artwork that is included, included here is exactly what you'd expect from David Lynch. It's incredibly disturbing, um, but it is a testament to the filmmaking, um, to the documentarians here, that they were able to just have David Lynch kind of just talk and I, I would watch a 10 hour version of this movie. I was watching some of the extra features um, that were a part of the Criterion channel. And they said, I think that one of the people ended up just staying with David Lynch for two or three years um, in order to film this documentary. And that they had, I, I want to say 10,000 hours of footage and they cut it down to an hour and a half. Um, and that speaks to the editing of this documentary as well because it, it's just fantastic um if you're a fan of david lynch or of his work this would yeah this would be one to check out i actually really like this aspect of the documentary too i wanted to talk about it really focuses on his artwork and not so much him as a filmmaker um 
if it does talk about his childhood at points, um, but it's really showing the art that he is currently working on um, or was working on a few years ago. It came out in 2016. Um, and it, it's just incredible. And it's a, it's a really cool look um, and something you don't often get with directors these days, but you get a look into David Lynch as a person and kind of where some of the ideas he is able to come up with came from. Um, speaking of David Lynch and speaking of this documentary, I'm also uh, reading a book that is all about David Lynch right now. I'm actually listening to the audiobook version of it. Um, it's called Room to Dream. Um, it was written by David Lynch, and I forget the other author that was helping him with the book. Um, so it's kind of autobiographical, um, and it's really, really neat what they do with the audiobook version. Um, so the author that wrote the book with him, she reads a chapter, and then it's kind of David Lynch just talking um, for 40 or 45 minutes after each chapter, just going into more detail about it. Uh, you kind of are hearing the same thing over and over again, um, but um, it's been a really, really neat experience so far. And I, I've really just listened to maybe the first half of the book so far. And just David Lynch describing his childhood is just fascinating. And if you're a fan of David Lynch, you know the, you know the way um, that he speaks. And it's just, I, I'm really enjoying it so far. But expect the full review of that in the next few weeks. Um, hopefully we'll also be checking out some more David Lynch movies. I've seen all of them except for one, um, which, yeah, I think it came out in the late nineties. It's kind of the, the one that's not very, uh, David Lynchy. It's the kind of the, just the normal one. It's something story, but anyway, um, yeah, I think that will do it for today's podcast. Thank you all for tuning in today. I will be back next week at one o'clock Eastern time. Um, mystery episode next week. Um, currently, yeah, I, I'm maybe I'll be done with that David Lynch book by then. Um, and yeah, we'll see what I have planned movie wise. I know the Black Widow movie is coming out next weekend, but I will probably not be reviewing that on the podcast until the week after. Um, so yeah, it'll be a mystery what next week is. But thank you all for tuning in today, and I will catch you guys next week.